This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. On the 25th of October 2022, the new Labor government handed down its October 2022-2023 federal budget. Hello and welcome to this week's Techno podcast. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team a group of qualified individuals who are available to assist you with any advice, technical and strategy related queries as you plan recommendations for your clients. In delivering the October 2022 federal budget, perhaps a mini budget, the government has called it a budget that is solid, sensible and suitable for the time, with a significant focus on trying to address cost of living pressures. Now, it would be fair to say that this was not a typical budget, both from a timing and content perspective. The announcements made in the area of cost of living pressures may not be obvious, as it's not a budget loaded with cash handouts, tax cuts and so on. Rather, many of the announcements were more focused on addressing structural factors in the economy that ultimately are aimed at reducing inflationary pressures and consequential impacts on interest rates over the longer term. From a wealth perspective, the announcements were limited and largely had all been communicated prior to the formal budget speech. And these included the following changes. Firstly, decreasing the eligibility age for downsizer contributions from age 60 to age 55, with this being effective from the beginning of the next quarter after the Royal Assent of the amending legislation. Now, whilst this measure potentially means more money can enter the super system earlier, as the change is essentially just a timing issue, it remains important to determine if a downsizer contribution at an earlier age is the right approach. If a client were to make a downsizer contribution at an earlier age, it is important that they are aware that they cannot make a second downsizer contribution later in life if they sell a subsequent principal residence. Making these contributions earlier may also limit their ability to make non-concessional contributions in future years. A related announcement, again announced pre-budget, was concessional treatment for Centrelink purposes of the proceeds from the sale of a principal residence to the extent that they are to be applied towards the purchase of a new principal residence. From the 1st of January 2023, these proceeds will be exempt from the assets test for a period of two years, up from the current 12 months. Additionally, these amounts will only be deemed for income test purposes at the lower deeming rate. Now, these changes may allow Social Security recipients to obtain increased benefits for an extended period of time. The government again announced its intent to raise the income cutoff limits under which a person can qualify for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card. The income limit will rise to $90,000 for an individual and $144,000 for a couple combined, with the changes effective seven days after the amending legislation receives royal assent. As announced pre-budget, the government is looking to make childcare cheaper by increasing the rate of the childcare subsidy and increasing the cutoff level of income under which Australians can qualify for this subsidy. This change may also assist in incentivising people to return to the workforce earlier, which, combined with the 1 July 2022 changes to make super guarantee payable from the first dollar of earnings, could lead to increased super contributions and balances over time. The government also announced that it would provide a fringe benefits tax exemption for packaged electric vehicles, below the luxury car threshold, which is currently set at $84,916, 
which may in turn lead to an increased demand for these vehicles through salary packaging arrangements. If compared to funding personally, it may mean more post-tax dollars in an individual's hands for investment purposes. The government also confirmed its commitment to amending the residency test for self-managed superannuation funds, which will be effective from the start of the first income year after the relevant legislation passes, so no earlier than 1 July 2023. Legislation is yet to be introduced for this measure, originally announced in the 2021-22 federal budget. Now, it is a positive move, allowing self-managed super funds to not lose residency and the flow on tax concessions where members move overseas for periods of up to five years. Beyond this, it was more about what was not announced. Perhaps of most importance is that while there were some announcements about prior budget measures that the government is either deferring or not proceeding with, there was no update provided, whether it's a deferral, a cessation or a progression, regarding the 2021-22 budget announcement for the unwinding of legacy pensions in superannuation. And it's unclear what that actually means at this point in time. And further, as anticipated and effectively confirmed by the government, there were no announcements about winding back the Stage 3 tax cuts due to take effect in July 2024, about limiting the amount that can be accumulated in super, or about changing the indexation of contributions or other superannuation thresholds. For example, the thresholds for making non-concessional contributions and the amount that can be transferred to pension arrangements for the the total super balance and the transfer balance caps are expected to index from $1.7 million to $1.9 million from the 1st of July 2023. If this indexation occurs, it could mean more monies entering the superannuation system. Of course, however, it is possible that changes could still be announced in May 2023 when the next traditional budget is scheduled to be delivered. For clients, the 2022-23 October federal budget may provide a few opportunities to consider. For advisors, it still provides an opportunity to engage with your clients to explore what changes may be relevant for them, not only from this budget, but also from those super changes that took effect on 1 July this year and the potential opportunities that indexation of thresholds may present next financial year. If you have any questions about the budget announcements or strategy-related questions for your clients, you can contact our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by sending the team an email to technical And you can also join us for a fortnightly BT Academy webinar series with our next session scheduled for midday Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time on the 9th of November 2022, when I'll be presenting an ethics-focused session titled A Problem Shared. Now, whilst not halving the dilemma, sharing and discussing ethical issues can go a long way to formulating an approach to deal to the issue. In this session, we'll start by looking at a range of ethical barriers that, if not identified, can stand in the way of sound ethical decision-making. And with the use of case studies, we'll see that the sounds of silence should be ignored when it comes to ethical decisions. To register, simply head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. All our BT Academy technical webinars are accredited for CPD points and can also be viewed on demand or on replay if you can't join us live. Well, that's all for this week, folks. So until next time, bye for now. 
BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.